Well tonight, we're gonna have a pizza party Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party Hello, welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary-Kate Ashley podcast. I'm your host, Amity Hansen. On this week's episode, I have Kate McDougald on the show. We talk about episode 20 of Two of a Kind. It is entitled, When a Man Leaves a Woman. Very fun episode. Um, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the Instagram, Gimme Pizza Podcast, and check out the Etsy store. I have a bunch of new stuff up um, because of all this COVID-19, everything happening. Um, it is taking a little longer for orders to get fulfilled. Um, everything is drop shipped, so please bear with me. It may take a week for your items to ship, um, but check out the Etsy store. And also a heads up to anybody who listens on SoundCloud. I am taking the podcast off SoundCloud soon. It will still be available everywhere else you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, all that stuff. So keep that in mind. And in an effort to not let this intro just go on and on. All right, here is the episode with Kate McDougald. Yeah, quarantine life is, uh, it's fucking rough. But. What, what are you going to do? I think the scariest part is not knowing when it's going to end. Yeah, that part of it is really, I just think, hard to grasp or wrap your mind around. Like, I've already started thinking, well, I'm sure, I hope by holidays it's fine, but it's like, oh, I really don't know, like, when I could go see my family again or right. just depending. I know. But luckily, we have things like the internet and... We have. Could you imagine this happening I, and without internet and streaming? I think about that all the fucking time. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we're so. Where would we happened when it did? I know. I'm like, could you imagine quarantining without like the ability to video chat or the ability to, like, do, like, yeah, streaming or at least we're all connected right now. I feel like we are all very lonely being in quarantine, but we're also communicating. It's true. And I was reading an article about, and I agree with this, that they're saying like the people, the connections that people are finding virtually are more genuine than a lot of online contact has been in a very long time. And it's like forced people to really be like, whoa, and think about others and feel this alone together kind of vibe. Um, So I think people are finding really creative, genuine ways to have contact. And that's really cool. Yeah, so I mean, maybe this will all be for the best. The economy is going to I know. I've been like, you know what? It's fine. I'm like, I'm I'm willing to 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 take one for the team. The <laughs> planet. I'll lose my job. It's I'll stay inside. <laughs> there is there is positive to be found. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean. What are you gonna do? And at least, thank God, we have Mary Kate and Ashley content oh my available. Goodness. Two of a kind. Two of a kind. You giving me the ability to watch that is the biggest gift I've ever given. <laughs> I have enjoyed it. I think more than I did as an eleven-year-old who was supposed to relate to everything way more. Right. I just devoured the show. 
Oh my God. I, but well, so, okay. So before we get too into the nitty gritty of two of a kind, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background, your interest in the Olsen twins, et cetera. Okay. Uh, My name is Kate McDougald. I live in LA, but I grew up in Phoenix and I can't remember a time in my life when the Olsen twins weren't a fixation. Um, I mean, obviously their entire adventure series, your invited series. I didn't, I did come in like post full house. It didn't all start with full house for me. Um, but all of the, you know, brother for sale music videos, you know, where, when the VHS has started coming out, that's where I, I jumped in hard and swift and fast. Um, and then they're just so stylish, so relatable. Ashley is who I always really had a kinship with. Um, I mean, she's my favorite, but I also obviously really value Mary Kate for her sporty side and uh, how yes. much it means to Ashley. Um, they're really the yin and the yang. They are. And <laughs> they have like, like I, so many friends were either an Ashley or a Mary Kate, but it's like, you had your one to relate to. Right. Really beautiful. I know there, there was that sense of like, who are you feeling? Are you feeling more Mary Kate today or Ashley today? Is yeah. your whole vibe more of a Mary Kate vibe or an Ashley vibe? Yeah. There was there was a twin for for anyone. You could just pick pick any anything. You're like, I like horses. I'm a Mary Kate. Yes. I like handbags. I'm an Ashley. Yep. I want to learn karate. My brother's into it. I'm a Mary Kate. Yeah. There we go. I think about that a lot about how they're these I mean I think that the personalities that they portrayed in these shows and these movies did stem from truth but I think it is really interesting how they really got the tropes of different types of like girls yes young girls and were able to project them onto either one of them yep and watching two of kind back seeing some of that where I'm like, well, now as an adult watching it, I'm like, "Mm, some of that messaging now I'm like, I would want to be more mindful of maybe not having like Ashley be so boy crazy or things like that. Mm -hmm. "Uh, But I, I was that boy crazy. So I'm like, well, at the same time, I think I just would have, but then I was going, Oh, is it because Ashley helped influence and bring some of that out of me where I was like really wanted to lean into it to be like Ashley or was I just that boy crazy so then her representing that I was like yes yes I relate thank you you can't see me but I'm like nodding my head I'm just like closing my eyes (laughs) feeling that sentiment so hard (laughs) because I I think about that a lot I'll be thinking about my fixation my general I've been like thinking about this a lot my general attachments to romance and transferring attachments from like one relationship to another etc and like the patterns I have in my life and I I tend to blame it on Mary-Kate and Ashley a little bit but I'm like Mm -hmm. can I really be blaming all of these my love for boys and romance and everything on Ashley Olsen in two of a kind like, right. can I really be doing that? And I think the answer is maybe a little bit. <laughs> I think so too. I know it was like, <laughs> it's a chicken or the egg situation where I'm like, was that me or did she bring it out? Or was it a combo? I mean, it's a little bit of everything. 
Um, right. Yeah. It's so boy crazy. Really? And in this episode, so we watched episode 20. Yes. Which is uh, when a man leaves a woman. Yep. And I haven't watched this episode in quite some time. And I was loving it. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I've loved all of them. And what's weird is that this time around, like, I'm so much more invested in it in so much more invested in the adult relationships. Right. I was mm-hmm. like, as a kid, it was like, get, get Mary Kate or Ashley on the screen, please. Well, really the like main story in this episode was a, a Kevin story. Yeah. There was, was a minor, minor plots of Ashley and a minor plot of Mary Kate. But the main thing was the adult relationship with Kevin and Nancy. Yep. And I mean, I, I do love Ashley's, she like comes in and she's like, I need the matching handbag for my outfit for this party. Jennifer Dilber is having this party and I need to look good. I need this handbag. Yep. I did think that that was a really fun way to start the episode. It was. And I'm not going to lie. I don't love the handbag. And no, I, I wrote down either. And I wanted to love it, but I didn't. Yeah. No, I wrote down actually. Um, what did I put? Um, oh, I didn't write anything down, but I said, I, I did make note in my head that I did not like the handbag. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, I said, that's a fug there. handbag. That's what I wrote. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> but the sexual tension between, um, oh my God. Carrie and Kevin is undeniable. It is palpable i remember as a kid also thinking that but this time around watching it like was visceral and painful (laughs) it's like it like it brings up a lot of stuff for me like watching it i'm like god like this tension is just like you could oh my it's just like oh so good so good their chemistry is so good i know i've been wanting to get i've asked sari um sally wheeler to come on the show twice she's told me she would she would be interested and then I followed up and she ignored my message but I'm gonna ask her again because it's quarantine you should yes she's gonna have more free time right now I did a deep dive on her and I really couldn't find very much information like she's not been around yeah she's doing um I think she does a lot of kind of behind the scenes like not charity work but she does stuff with like nonprofits in theater like like surrounding kind of performance and she's yeah she told me a little bit about what she's been up to but I would I really want to have her on it's I would get starstruck though oh fair enough I can't believe she hasn't worked more unless she hasn't wanted to but honestly like she's so good in the show that I'm like really stuck around yeah I agree when I I just love her spunk I feel like she that character and what she brought to that character was such a big sister figure mm-hmm. to me as like, a, she was like a TV big sister. I love that. Yeah. And I think, cause I, so out here in LA, I was a nanny for nine years or so. Now watching the show, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure that she made me into the babysitter I became because yeah. like, that's who I always <laughs> tried to be to the kids is like, they could open up and tell me the things like about the first time they're going to try drinking or whatever it is. Like, yeah. Once they were high school age. 
and tell me the things and I went and told the parents but like they didn't think I would and they still don't know I told their parents um, oh well there you go but like you know could be that adult that could be the mix of I will keep it fun but also I'm gonna be relatable and you can open up to me and I can be a figure that has a good you know can be a good healthy sounding board not just your friends yes that- and it's all due to her I think I I would say so. Carrie was a badass. A badass. And and sometimes I get a little um, uneasy thinking about how she is younger than me. Like she's younger than us in this show. <laughs> I know. She was like supposed to be like 24 or something. I think she was 26. 26. Okay. Which is like a little, that's better than 24. Yeah. Yeah. She's, um, but I, when I realize when I realized she was 20 26 I was around 26 and I was like oh my god I'm the same age as Carrie now like this is <laughs> but at least in the show she doesn't have her shit together really no which I love I she's love kind of like she's like the free spirited she's a nanny she's going back to school she's she travels a lot she's doesn't have like she doesn't seem to know what she wants to do for a career mm-hmm there's no talk about that, I don't think. That's true. She's in school, but they don't talk about what what she's going to school going for. for. No. She's just like living the fucking dream. Yeah. And she has she's, the coolest hair. Right. Coolest hair. The pants that she wears in this, the right her riding pants. I oh couldn't I couldn't believe how good she looked. I know. Mm, so good. But um <laughs> Yeah, so that te- sexual tension between Kevin and Carrie is just undeniable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it makes me sad all over again that, that we didn't get to see that really play out. No, we didn't. We, It's criminal. <laughs> it is. It's criminal. Um, but then Ashley, she's like needing this handbag for this party, the, party. the Jennifer Dilber Mm-hmm. fashion it's like just a fashion party where you go to dress up is that I couldn't even I I couldn't tell if it was that or just a regular party but she was like this is when spring's fashions are going to be revealed like we have to set the tone but I couldn't tell if the party was about fashion or just like you know right. everyone's going with a Luke for the party and like how do these children know <laughs> like why are they having these parties that are fashion like the place to be seen. Like, right? I just want to, I want to see what that party looks like. I do too. Cause isn't that's what I want at their parents' house. Yeah. It would just be a bunch of like 12 year olds <laughs> or 13 year olds. <laughs> and nothing's funnier than a party of preteens and young teens who think they're really cool. Oh. Like mingling in bright lights. <laughs> I know. With, and, with chips and dip. Oh, yeah. And like Surge. They were definitely, this was definitely Surge era. Definitely Surge era. Oh, and like Code Red Mountain Dew, maybe. This was before Code Red. I'm not sure, but it wasn't far away. Grape soda, orange soda. Yes. Just like all the different flavors. I had strawberry soda, I think recently, just to like taste it. Was it and terrible? It's like not something I could drink a whole can of, mm-hmm. but surprised. It was. It's basically just tastes like red. 
Okay. Okay. Or like pink. <laughs> yeah. You know, you yep. know what I mean? Oh, yep. <laughs> it's just like... But they're always drinking soda in this show. I don't know if you noticed from your time watching. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they they drink a lot of soda. I mean, soda's not great, but that's my hot take on soda. But I also cut it out so now it's that thing where like you take one sip and my teeth like, I can feel like a gristly layer on my exactly teeth. exactly but, but the 90s at that time you know four or five for sure. a day we had like yeah. my parents got a mini fridge to keep full of soda and that was like so cool and people would come over and be like hey can I grab obviously there's lunchables in there too but a lunchables and a soda from the mini fridge and that was what I had to offer to try to gain friends <laughs> that is cool I told <laughs> That's amazing. We didn't have anything like that. We definitely were like a snack family. We had like a, we had like unlimited snacks. Ooh, see, I would go to my friends' houses with the unlimited snacks. That was not us. Um, yeah. But we had we had that soda. So yeah, there, there you yeah, go. Everyone had their role. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ashley, she, I love the shot of Ashley on a computer that Mac. That did you notice that desktop Mac with the bl- see-through blue? Yes, backing. I did. I wanted one of those so badly. Oh, and she's that. on the Bloomingdale's website. Which? How did she know how to order something online? Right. That seems so advanced without having right. your own money. Right, and she. So I mean, it's later revealed that she does steal her dad's credit card. Right. That's like, I don't think I would have known at that age how to use the credit card. I mean, I eventually in high school stole my, I had my mom's credit card number memorized and I would go bid on shit on eBay. And I would, I stole a class pass from my theater teacher's like drawer. So then I would just take her class pass and go to the library when a bid was going to end. And I'd be competing down to the wire and I would win. It was these Disney figurines. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) This is an incredible story. It was, it was ridiculous time when I was that. (laughs) And then I would just like bring the boxes in when my mom wouldn't notice. And finally she had her like credit card bill and she was like, what are all of these like hundreds of dollars? I didn't know you'd notice because I didn't know how like a bill worked. How old were you? I figured if I I was a senior in high school. Oh my God. No, I love that. (laughs) That is entirely some like shit I would do. I remember when my, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I got my first debit card sometime like in middle school and my parents would put, Yeah. Yeah. But my parents would put like my allowance on it. Uh-huh. It was just oh them God. basically teaching me how to properly use um money. That's like a debit so card. Smart. Right. So they would put like my allowance on it or like I would this was around the time where it was I was like going shopping for Christmas presents for my friends. And I didn't really have very many friends, so I was being very generous, trying to make uh-huh. friends by buying them shit. Mm-hmm. And I so I had this debit card and my, I think my mom probably put like 50 bucks on it, go to the mall, you know, go, go shop. But she linked it to her account so that I wouldn't get any overdraft fees. Oh, that is nice. And I ended up spending like $400 at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was not happy at all. She was like, I gave you $50. And I was like, well, it didn't get declined. Like, I <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's kind of my equivalent of of that. I I don't know if I took anything back. I can't remember, but I was just gonna ask that if you. That's I think what, if, I mean I was able to keep all yeah. the stuff I bought because it was from like eBay, so you can't right. just return it. So I was like, I got away with it, but I did get grounded. Yeah. So I mean, it's really hard to be responsible with money. It is. Especially if you're a child and you have access to your dad's credit card and you need a handbag from Bloomingdale's.com. It's true. And he didn't instill yet the sense of how how hard it is to work and earn your money, work for and earn your money. So she just was like, I mean, I'm going to buy it. I just want to know how expensive that handbag was because they just seem so – like when Mary-Kate sees that Ashley's going to buy this bag – online she's just like has a face of horror like as if it was like a $500 bag and because it matched her dress it it sounded like they were a like a partnership officially not just like this is the bag I decided would go with this so right. how much is the dress that she had right. already and it's Bloomingdale's and Bloomingdale's yeah. is notoriously pretty pricey yeah but I'm just like how much money is this fucking handbag this like tiny bag we see it later and it's just like a small little thing and like at that age what is the functionality of a purse i knew i wanted purses <laughs> but i was just trying to shove stuff in there like i guess i'll bring hand sanitizer oh, yeah, yeah, I, I have nothing i need to take anywhere <laughs> i know i'm like what does she put so she has like I remember being that age and having a wallet and I just don't even know the point of having a wallet when you're 12. Yeah. You just shoved it full of like your friend's school pictures or whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay, I had, right. It's like you have your, I don't know, your insurance card. I don't even know what you would have in your (laughs) wallet when you're 12. (laughs) You're like, yeah. Um, Yeah. You just, your, all your friend's school pictures and, and, and maybe, maybe like some allowance money card and like a five dollar bill or something but you know ashley would for sure have like a glasses case with like stylish sunglasses for sure oh, yeah she That's would definitely true. need to have some of those little like blue tinted oh, sunglasses for sure and some ha- hair accessories yep lip gloss and what like, what else do you need on the fly i think she would have like makeup Mm-hmm. Um probably at that like age mints or that age Ooh. like that breath spray was hot, maybe. Yeah. Like the I don't know if this was like the time where they had like the gel cool tabs that you put on your tongue to <gasps> freshen your breath. Green ones. Yes. Yes. I don't know if this is around that time, but the, I think the spray was popular. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what junk would Ashley have in her handbag for this party? Definitely lip gloss. Maybe like a couple extra, like like a sparkly bobby pin or like a little clip that just in case yeah, it a clip like, needs to throw in an extra one somewhere for fun. Yeah, she just has like a what if at the bottom of the handbag it's just a bunch, it's like a handful of butterfly clips. <laughs> yes. Just loosely thrown in the in the handbag. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that was like the funniest part to me is this scene where Ashley's going to buy this this handbag online with her dad's credit card and it is like the most scandalous thing ever that she could ever do and then the whole concept of like mary kate wouldn't even do that yeah um yeah she fucking would yeah she would (laughs) 
Like, I think Mary Kate of all, like, she would definitely sneak around her dad's back and buy something with. Absolutely. She's the, she's kind of the rambunctious one. Mm-hmm. But Ashley is a schemer in she this is too. show. Yeah, oh, yeah. When she. In this show, she's, ske- she's always scheming. She's scheming for Travis. Oh, yeah. She's scheming for jennifer dilbert like that kissing episode mm-hmm. she's like she's, she's very when she knows what she wants she'll do anything to get it yeah she is relentless yeah but i do love the the web page that that appeared on the computer that just said fashion <laughs> yeah. and a picture of the handbag like you had like you definitely had someone on on the crew who's like shit now we gotta design a web page like that's like non-functional <laughs> you just like pop up <laughs> oh that's fun to think about yeah like this is like i'm sure it wasn't that hard but it still had i just want to know who thought of it just saying like fashion because that's not <laughs> bloomingdale's <laughs> is like website like website <laughs> And when she's like clicking to order it, she doesn't, there's no place for credit card information. She doesn't have her credit card, the credit card around. She (laughs) just like presses the button. The 11 year old audience it was made for, they were never going to catch any of that. No, never, never. Um, I want to know if she had a say in what handbag was picked. I would have, I would have, yes. I would totally say yes. I think that there's a picture of them, of Mary Kay and Ashley during this time like holding handbags and she they're like holding one of those handbags i feel I like think. you can picture that too because seeing the handbag it was like oh yeah it's familiar that handbag and i don't know if it would just be from that episode or because that was a moment for them i think it was a i think it was a moment i agree yeah that handbag though ugly totally ugly yeah i'll have to post a picture of it on the instagram but yeah not the dress that she's wearing is I'm good. I'm down with that dress. Yes. Like, I that feel like I wanted that look for, like, a holiday party. Yeah. The times. pink. It was, like, pink, like, baby doll sleeves, like, velvet. Medi- like, it felt like there was different kind of different tonal moments of the fabric and kind of, like, right. Bohemian at the bottom. Like, right. The bottom, yeah, had different fabrics and her hair in the clip. Oh, that hair. That hair. I forgot how iconic i mean carrie kind of has the same hair too but like oh at some point like a shorter version that hairstyle i think it still holds up i know no one would wear it today but it is just like pc volumey pieces on top with a random little clip moment it was such a good hairstyle yeah i it never did anything for me because i have a lot of hair and so it was always whenever I tried straightening my hair it was just nothing happened so it was always hard for me to do to mimic that style and never stayed in the clips and never stayed in the the barrettes I tried I have thin uh, hair so I could never get the volume the way I wanted but I teased and I sprayed and I I certainly gave it my best effort oh well yeah that's good you can never, you can never have the hair like Mary Kate and Ashley and Carrie in this. It's never going to be perfect. No, and that's true because that kind of makes it special and untouchable for like just them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so the next thing in the episode is we learn that Kevin and Nancy are on the rocks. Yeah. Well, so only Kevin thinks, I guess. Yeah. I was like, I was really into this adult tone of this episode of like the struggle of having to break up with someone. Yeah. And even the, like when a relationship hits a rut, like that's right. a very, yeah, that's, a, that is a struggle. Yeah. Cause she's, he's saying that Nancy is kind of boring. They do the same thing every, every time, like every date. She -hmm. always gets just, like, dry chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard, especially, too, because it was Carrie's friend. So there's, like, that extra layer. But I wonder how I hypothesize about this. Like, obviously, there is some, like, tension between Kevin and Carrie. Mm -hmm. Do you think she, in the world of the show... Would have been a little bit happy that this relationship is not lasting. Like, I don't know. I will say because they kind of like ping ponged around because I think right before this, she did have like, I don't know if it was the episode right before or a couple before, but she kind of realized like, do I have feelings for Kevin and was going through a whole thing and was crashing their dates and being just all up on them. Um, Mm -hmm. and so Nancy had to talk to her and be like, if you have feelings for him, you got to let me know if you're in or out or whatever is going on. And then she decided it was a brother vibe and then very quickly shifted into seeming very genuinely like, Oh, cool. You guys are cool. So I don't know, but I also think, yeah, I think that she was totally lying to herself when she said there was a brother vibe. Yes. Yes. Okay. I like that. She was lying to herself. I think she was lying to herself. I think that the audience kind of like can pick up on that because there was even, I can't remember what was said in that opening scene, but there was a lot of tension. Oh, there was like was a, just some like exchange. Like, oh, you look, well, she was trying to like help Ashley get the bag, but she moved into being flirty to do it by being like, oh, you look good or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And Kev- yeah, Kevin's going to like he wants to break up with Nancy. He and he takes her to that Cambodian restaurant where she orders dried chicken with yes. no skin. Yep. And then thus that was his last attempt to try to see Oh, that's right cuz he was taking them somewhere new, right? Based on Carrie's suggestion to shake it up and like get out of their rut and then Nancy makes a comment of, if you had told me we were coming here, I wouldn't have agreed to this date. Oh, such a red flag. Yeah. Deal breaker. If I, if I was on a date with a guy and I took him to like an interesting place and he behaved in that way. Yeah. I mean, Nancy, well, they had to make her a dud just to like scoot her on out of there so that quickly Kevin and Carrie could live in their truth together. Maybe we don't know. We'll never know. But right. Yeah, they had to scoot her out quickly. Also, that they actress did. is beautiful. And I forget what else she's been on. Yeah, I she's definitely in stuff. Yeah, at that time she was. Uh, I re- want to remember what else she was in. She is lovely. Let's see. 
I think someone's like at my door. I'm gonna go check. Yeah, go check. One second. I'm hearing like a knock. I heard like too. What is this knock? <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. Okay, go. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I opened the like door to the hallway in the apartment building and like I heard stomping. I don't know what's happening. Hmm. Yeah, but I closed all the windows because they may have been knocking back and forth. Ah, okay. A little windy. Yeah. But anyways, blah blah blah. Um, so Nancy I Samantha Smith is her name. Yeah. But also now I'm like looking at stuff and it's not anything that I ever watched. So okay, I don't know where I spotted her. She looks a lot like uh, the woman who is in Billboard Dad. I think she looks a lot like her. Um, oh, she's in sign an episode of Seinfeld. Um, Caroline in the City, which I did watch. Um, two of a kind. I feel like some of these yeah. were like things that my parents would have watched that maybe I caught a glimpse of. Yeah, you've probably just like seen her in some stuff. Yeah, none of this stuff are things that I've seen either. I guess she was in Supernatural, which I've never. Me either. I feel like really my parents watched. watched Just Shoot Me, or maybe I watched it. Was that the David Spade show? Yes. Okay. She was in one that episode. one episode. Okay. Yeah. We've seen around. She's also, you know, like a pretty, like I don't, I don't want to be like she's just like another white woman, but you know, but she's like not pretty blonde, yeah, yeah, and she looks a lot like other actresses. Agreed. So that could be what we're, what we're thinking of. Okay. But I do like, I really appreciate her character in this, especially in this episode, because she is, like. It's just funny that she's not picking up on any clues. It seems that Kevin may have not. I don't know. He maybe some may say he's jumping the gun by wanting to dump her so quickly by not bringing these issues to his to her attention. True. He, yeah, he wasn't willing to have like a conversation about it. He was just like, "Well, it's not working, so we're out." Which is right. Not how we conduct ourselves in adult relationships. Right. It's. But I guess it's like, did he feel like it was worth? the work right because that's another thing he could be like you know what i'm not feeling this but i love carrie and so i'm just gonna cut the cut the ties very true and he was married before so he already has a kind of a bar of like right what he's probably aiming for Mm-hmm. yeah and then Paul and Carrie go horseback riding, which I think is funny. I love that. And Paul having a crush on like that girl. Like he just brings Carrie along. Just I think like I don't know why. So he doesn't seem a, like such a weirdo, maybe. Maybe. And I love, too, that she agreed. But then she's like, oh, I have to do this thing with Paul. And I'm like, you agreed to hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Paul. Paul is honestly such a wholesome character. He's so Even delightful. though he said he called the other, that woman, a healthy lady or a healthy girl. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> but you can tell he just did not realize that maybe you shouldn't refer to women in such a way. Right. Paul, Paul makes that kind of mishap lovable. Yeah. He's kind of like, 
I, I just think it's so cute that he somehow just like he has such a crush on this horse lady. <laughs> yeah. And but- also, by the way, I'm pretty positive. I'm I want to say like 99% sure. And I didn't fact check this or anything. But that does look like the stable set from Full House in the series finale. Hmm. Pretty sure. I wonder. Because it, I mean, why wouldn't? It's like four years later or something. It's not that. Totally. It's only been a few years. And. How many stable sets? How many stable sets are there? Yeah. Yeah. They were probably shooting on the same lot. Mm Mm-hmm. So great catch. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of I mean, obvious I I don't know why I always am like, oh, they're from this other thing Mary Kay and Ashley were in, but like Uncle Matt was in Full House a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Paul was in um It Takes, it two, takes two. I know. Which is like, and then this set was from this horse stable set was from Full House. I'm like, oh my God, this, this world is just so small. The world of of showbiz it's in the nineties. I know. And I, uh, yeah, I, especially when like you think about like, oh, there are kids on this show. So if they work with this person again, is it something that like they were super comfortable with? Or like, I don't know, it just it, like that feels like that adds an extra layer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I like to think they're like, oh, hey, again. I don't know. Yeah. Just little like moments of, of happiness on the set. Mm-hmm. And that I do want to, because I had a thought about this. So at the end of episode six, there's all of the um, uh, bloopers that happen at the end that were beyond delightful and just like everyone's Is this the Halloween playing- episode. Yes, and everyone's playing pranks on each other, and like the adults are playing pranks on each other, and then and I was just like homed in on like at one point, Kevin plays a prank on Carrie. And she like grabbed his body and like went and held onto him, like went behind him and was holding onto him. And that was giving me, I was like, please let, let that be real sexual tension that she's like, <laughs> like calling. she like clutched onto his arm and like hid behind him. But, um, and then like the kids are all playing pranks on each other, whatever. And it made me realize that this was before social media. And so I remember like when a blooper reel would happen, it was so special. And I think it's because it finally gave us a peek into like, who these people You're were right. and getting to see their rapport outside of work. Whereas now with Instagram, you have a set, like people post stuff together all the time. So it feels like you kind of get it and who they are, but the blooper reel used to be the only window. Oh, that is a really good point. Thank you. I, I do like think I about how interesting I thought of that. I, I do think about how weird it is that nowadays with social media and like Instagram, celebrities just seem so much more accessible in a way mm-hmm. yeah like Mar- when we were growing up mary kate and ashley everything that you would see of them was what was presented really by them right like or by their management or by you know it had to be within the mary kate and ashley brand except mm-hmm. for you know paparazzi but when they were kids they were not getting attacked by the paparazzi Right. They weren't really being stalked in that way. And so it, I do think how interesting it would have been if there was like Instagram back in 1999 totally. during this time. How would they have portrayed themselves? Because, you in, know, in that medium all over it. I feel like as like as young people, it would have been too tempting. That's interesting to consider. 
Wait, what? Say that again. Like if if this say this were all now or social media had existed back then, because I know that they're anti-social media, but I feel like when right. they were teenagers, they would have absolutely been on social. Oh yeah, I think they would have been. I think it would have been necessary for them. It. True, that's true. Yeah, I think that if there was any sort of social media back in 1999, they would have absolutely had like Instagram lives all the time, giveaways different ways to interact with fans because mm-hmm. I guess you would have to at this point to right day relevant relevant I think that they would have pioneered social media if it was around when they were children absolutely oh I'd like to think so that. it's a weird it's a weird time like you can get into that wormhole I guess a little bit and it, it kind of when I think too much about alternate timelines I get it gives me a headache. Tripped out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what would have been like? Like last night, and I was, um, I was talking to one of my friends, and we were watching clips of the big comfy couch, <gasps> and we were watching it, and I was, and we were both stoned, and I was like, um, what? I was like, this show seems fake. I was like, this seems like a fake show from like. Like, this is a show that would exist within a show, or it seems like it's a show that would be, like, part of an alternate universe or something, or, like, a different timeline, and it was really tripping me out. I was also a little stoned, so it was, like, that probably didn't help, but But I was, like, this show, but it's also Canadian, so I think that might be a reason, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I always think Canadian shows kind of look a little off. (laughs) <laughs> like Degrassi seems fake it does it just like slightly a little bit lower budge and so oh, yeah <laughs> you can just pick up on it <laughs> maybe it's just the budget maybe it's for like oh the budget's bad it's it seems fake yeah but the big comfy couch I would recommend giving it another go of watching I was just gonna and say, think about it in that framework and watch it yeah think of it in like the framework where like this show seems totally not of this reality okay um but yeah that's me I guess going on a tangent about like thinking about things like this like what if Mary Kate and Ashley were what if like social media was around during two of a kind how would that influence the rest of the world yeah yeah but I think they would be all about Instagram I do too I'm a little bit sad that we don't get to have that but also thank goodness you know what I mean they I mean right. it's better for them that they weren't at the time it's better for us that we didn't have social media at that time in our lives I can't imagine being a teenager today the banging is happening I again hear it. yeah I hear it so weird it's like it, tapping yeah it was very persistent maybe it's like pipes or something <laughs> um yeah we're, what were we talking about I can't even remember uh, Big Comfy Couch. Oh, oh social media. media. Social media. Alternate, yeah. <laughs> All that stuff. All that stuff. I mean, there is probably a, a, you know, an alternate timeline where this show is happening in conjunction with social media. So. I like, I like Ooh. that. Yeah. There's all the storylines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess back to the show, when Paul and Carrie are horseback riding, we then see uh, like a takeaway or like a cutaway of Mary Kate, like sneaking. running into the stable, sneaking on. Yeah. Cause Carrie had Up invited no her to go and she declined. Right. There. 
And it leaves you wondering what is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I wrote down, Mary, what is MK doing up to no good? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see, like, we go back to the apartment or the house and Jennifer Dilber is there with Ashley. And they're talking about the handbag. Yes. And Jennifer, Jennifer Dilber says, and I quote, you're going to look so awesome at my party with your new handbag. <laughs> I love that. Because <laughs> they're, they're waiting for the package. Right. That Talk about quick shipping. Right? I'm <laughs> like, is this same day delivery? Because like, I think only like a day has passed. Correct. And you would assume that that's coming from New York. I guess Bloomingdale's, but um, yeah, it's not going to happen in a day. Uh, no, this is like a very quick turnaround. Yeah, did she? Maybe she did like same day shipping or like or one day shipping or something. Overnighted it. She might have not even thinking about like. <laughs> I, I feel like it, she I won't get that money back. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah I I just thought of that just now. I was like um yeah that's some. She ordered it. It seems, was it like the day before? It must have been at least the day before. Yeah. Maybe two days prior. I'm trying to, I guess they kind of keep the timelines very generic. Right. But it definitely has not, it would take like at least a week. You. Oh yeah. Especially back then. Not that I have an idea what the system was like shipping stuff back then but i would not i would think it's at least a week five days at least and it has not been that long of a time no and then kevin comes back comes home early and also why does ashley kind of know when it's going to come you never know (laughs) that's such a good point (laughs) (laughs) like she's like okay it's going to come before this certain time or maybe she's like okay it's going to come before five because that's the, ma- that's the mail yeah maybe but that's a great they they didn't think about that that's that's no, a whole they, internet shopping was not as you know it wasn't as well known probably no. in, and the tracking you weren't getting a text message to keep you up to no. date a four-hour window of when you're right i feel like you never knew together. when your package was going to come no it was a total guessing game and yeah this is a sidebar, but I did just think about the fact that Jennifer was actually being like a really good friend by encouraging Ashley to have a really powerful look at her party. Like, I feel like I would have been like, okay, like, yeah, you can have a cute bag, but I have to be the star at my party. Right. I'm not, I'm not into this whole thing. Like I wouldn't be supportive. Yes. And I think, was it, I can't tell if I'm like making this up, but she was like, will you still, talk to me if I don't have the handbag or something was that yes. am I making that up no that was part of it okay <laughs> she's like if I don't have this handbag are you still gonna be my friend <laughs> yeah I can't which I can't so, remember if she said it to her or if that was like a, a comment to yeah I can't remember either but I just remember thinking like oh that's an interesting concern yeah <laughs> to think like if you don't have the matching bag do you with have the dress, any value or worth as a friend in my at my party are you just wow the priorities of ashley burke are in this episode 
they're problematic, but also I I can I understand them as a as a girl who was once twelve. Yep. But I was never that fashionable. I was absolutely never getting invited to fashion forward parties. No. I mean I definitely made my dad take so many pictures of me for so many homemade by myself photo shoots where I put some what I thought were very strong looks together and tried very <laughs> intense makeup looks that I was not ready for. I even put like bronzer to make abs and cleavage on myself and just, just snapped away. I love that so much. I love that so much. That is amazing. I feel I I think I may have done the cleavage thing, never the abs thing. Never with abs, but cleavage, I wouldn't put myself past it. <laughs> I did, I made boob, I called them my boob kits, and I put <laughs> them in my nightstand drawer, and it was just like a wad of tissues that I wrapped foil around to like <laughs> And when I was by myself, I would just put them in my shirt or my dress or whatever and just pretend I had boobs. And I would just... <laughs> walk around put the bronze around but when I was a little kid I had them and I would use my mom's eyeliner to make a booby crack oh my god <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> I hope you have photos of of this look I have some at my mom's house and I I I remember the last time I pulled them out I like couldn't even keep going because they're like they make me embarrassed to look at and they're just by myself I have photos like that I definitely have some like weird ass looks that I tried that my, <laughs> I think my brother in an attempt to embarrass me later took photos knowing oh. that I looked absolutely insane. But you were feeling and yourself in the moment. I was feeling myself. I was like wearing a tube top. Yes. There was definitely like a tube top look with like a, do you remember this? They were like headbands, but they were bandanas. Oh yeah. Um, and I, ha- I had, like, one of those on. It had rhinestones on it. And I oh. have, like, glitter makeup. And I just, like, look in, like, deranged. <laughs> I'm wearing, like, booty shorts, too. Like, my muffin, my 12-year-old muffin tops are, like, spilling out of my shorts. And I'm, like, <laughs> I look really good, you guys. I have, like, no boobs yet. Oh. Or maybe I was, like, just sprouting them. And I wasn't, I wasn't on the bra game yet. But I'm, like, wearing this tube top. <laughs> It's embarrassing. I don't know where that photo is, but it is it is rough. I may have destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I mean, yeah, not everyone can look as stylish, effortlessly cool as Mary-Kate and Ashley. No. No, they can't. And all their friends that they had to cast throughout the show that were supposed to be, like, the older cool ones, and this is true for any of their movies, where it was like, oh, that's a cool girl. I was always like, now you're taking me out of it, of out of the reality of the show because they're right. way cooler than this person that's supposed to be the right. dating girl, and I'm not buying it. Yeah, like Jennifer Dilber, she's not that cool. No, it's like they always just had to cast someone taller to like. Oh, seem like that would make them seem like intimidating and cool. Interesting. I see that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Man, that is. Yeah, yeah. None of the cool kids in these movies or shows Hold were a, a, a fraction as cool. No, as and I was always disappointed by like their boy crushes. I was like, mm-hmm. strive for more. He's not cute enough for you. <laughs> I mean, I I see that in some ways. In I do think that Travis in Two of a Kind 
was a babe. Yeah, yeah. Super babe. But he, again, like, he was older. And then, but there was, like, Pokey Valentine. He was a dweeb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pokey was a dweeb. There was, like, another guy who was, like, a total dweeb. And I was like, you're into him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I can't remember what was first. So in the show, they have, like, they're at the table. I loved that breakfast table scene where, like, Mary-Kate's chiming in on, like, with a real adult advice. She's like, if it's done, it's done. (laughs) She's like, it's run its course. (laughs) They're, like, all at breakfast. Like, Uncle Matt, um, Carrie's there in her new riding pants. She looks hot as hell. Yeah. And then Ashley. And this is, oh, yeah, well, before that, we... Not to, you know, okay, so rewind a little bit. Kevin comes home and he signs for the package and he opens up yes. the box very easily. No, there it does not seem to be taped. He just <laughs> opens up the box and there is the handbag. Yep. And Ashley, Jennifer Dilber runs out the door. Yep. Ashley we, is there. Did show up at the start of the scene? Two or was she already there? Because I there's she one was already there. Literally, there's one episode somewhere where she like shows up and it's like, okay, cool, all right, bye, and then leaves. I was like, <laughs> made it all the way to their house for two seconds. Okay, but it wasn't that one. I think so she was already there. Time. She was already there. She's like lounging on the cat on like the the like love seat. Okay, and then and yeah, and then they're talking about like, are you gonna? Would you still talk to me even if I didn't have the handbag or something? Okay. So they must I can't have remember. A yeah. And she's like, you're going to look so awesome at my party with your new handbag. Mm-hmm. And then the dad, like, then Kevin comes home and she's like, I thought you weren't supposed to be home yet. And he's like, my meeting got canceled. The delivery driver comes with the package, he signs for it. And oh, then yeah, and opens like, it. I wasn't expecting a package. Yeah, I wasn't expecting anything anything from Bloom from Bloomingdale's. <laughs> opens it without needing to grab any sort of knife or keys. <laughs> Flips the box open. There is the handbag. Ashley is grounded. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. No party. Yeah. Rough. Rough stuff. I mean, think of it. We're also all grounded right now. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And I know when I watched it, feeling this like indignance for Ashley of like, what? You have to at least let her go to the party. Like, that's so important. Like, as the 11 year old that has the like, Mm -hmm. it's game over if she misses out on that. But now as the adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. She should not be allowed to go to that party. Right. She should not. And I. I'm like, where would I stand as a parent? I guess it is pretty, it's a pretty ballsy move to take a credit card. Yeah. And buy something, potentially a $200 handbag. Yeah. Behind your dad's back. And especially when you're 12, I think that that's a big, a big no-no. A big no-no. And I know she was like, I'll return it. But just like the no concept for... Right. Who knows what could spill on that bag at a party full of 12-year-olds. Right. You still have to pay for shipping, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think she understands, like, the return process of ordering online. It's a pain in the ass. It is. And, like, oh, 
do you have the facilities to get yourself to a UPS store or wherever you need to right. go? Right, like, this is before, like, this is back in the day. You had to, like, go to the store, like, drop it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was never going to be able to get the logistics of returning that bag behind, bag behind her dad's back. No. No, no, no. But, yeah, she does not get to go to that party. She is understandably devastated. She's devastated. Her social life is over. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, I think, is um, let's see. Okay, and yeah, and then the next scene, I think, is like around the kitchen table. And is this when he wait, have they already gone to dinner or not yet? Oh no, he so Kevin talks. We they already went to dinner, and she get in the at the end of that dinner, he decides I'm gonna break up, and then she misconstrues and gives him the key. I think that there still is a scene with Kevin and Uncle Matt where he's like, I need to break up with Nancy, and he's like, Yes, don't do it at dinner, she'll like stab you. That's right. So, what does he call it? Yes, he has a maneuver that he pulls. Um. He expresses in the beginning of the episode that he wants to break up with Nancy, I think. And then they're like, maybe, I don't know. Actually, I'm wondering if I should just uh, skip through the the episode. So we can get this right. Okay. I'm sorry, too, that I don't have, because I, I mean, I watched all of it. And so now already things are blending together because I just devoured yeah. the entire series. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it's fine. I can do this very quickly. I'm pulling it up now. Okay, so here we go. Here it is. They have dinner. Okay. The next, so they have dinner at the Cambodian restaurant where she gets the dry piece of chicken. Okay, because that was the attempt to see if he could make things work. Right. But the next scene, he's in the kitchen with Uncle Matt. He's like, I need to break up the Nancy. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he's like, don't do it at dinner because she can stab you like all these other women have stabbed me. These crazy bitches that I've tried to dump. They're all so nuts. They try to attack me. That's what he does. And I just want to be like, well, you're probably just like a shitty guy. 100%. And then the next scene after that is the horseback riding scene. Mary Kate is wearing super cool shoes in that scene, by the way. (laughs) I recommend giving it a look-see. I know, so now. then, and so yeah, we have the the stable scene, then the scene with Jennifer and the bag, and the next scene is in the car where he tries to break up with Nancy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so, and this is, Uncle Matt had said, is it? It is Uncle Matt, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Had just said to dump and drive. Right. And that was his trusting. That was his suggestion. Right. So that's what but she tried to do. Because he, he says, like, we, I feel like our relationship has reached a plateau. Yeah. She was like, I agree. And then you think you, like, have a moment of relief where you're like, Oh my God, this is the best case scenario for a breakup. Yes, they're on the same page. Mutual. Spinning our wheels. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like we've reached the plateau. The other person's like, oh my God, I agree. Like, thank God you're bringing this up. Let's go our separate ways. But she is not on that page. She thinks that they have to advance their relationship. So she just like whips out a key. Yep. She just had that thing ready. Ready to go. And Kevin is so sweet. He's like such a nice guy. He is. He doesn't want to break her heart. He clams up. He accepts the key. Does he give her a key? No, but doesn't she make a comment about that? Or like, you can just give me... I feel like that was addressed. Unless I'm... Um. No, he... Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't remember. But yeah, she doesn't get a key. <laughs> but, oh, this is... Yeah. And so he's he's really stuck between a, a rock and a hard place. Yes. Also, then the next scene is breakfast. Rehashing the key fiasco. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The the key. Yeah. They're around breakfast. They're rehashing the key fiasco. Mary Kate has some very good insight. That's what I love about Mary Kate is she somehow always blends in to like to become like an adult in a situation. Yeah. Like she's really the voice of reason and Ashley's the voice of playful fun. It's very true. And that's yeah, which has been fun to see too because I feel like Mary Kate is usually painted as like the more fun one. Mm -hmm. But it is fun in this series. Ashley had a lot of fun. Ashley is probably the funner of the two i think in this she is a little high strung yeah but she's also not afraid to take risks and speak her mind Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i think that adds a a lot of fun and playful aspects to her character but i think that they are genuinely really good in this show like acting wise and i've said it before i'll say it again they are really good in this show (laughs) they really are like really are there are like nuanced parts of their performance I, like it feels like they were loving what they were getting to do on this show and that they were having a lot of fun with their characters mm-hmm. I would agree I would agree wholeheartedly that they just they really nailed these characters I and I the writing it. is good there are so many good jokes it's such a good show I know it is it's a it's really sad that it only lasted one season mm-hmm. I just I hate that. But I do love this round the table, like everyone chiming in, back and forth. It's time to end it. You got to end it. Mm-hmm. It's the end. It's the end. And then Ashley is like, my motto is forgive and forget. <laughs> yes. Because she's grounded. <laughs> yes. That's what the whole time she's adding in. She's trying to like support him and just do whatever she can to like suck up to him throughout it. It's right. like being a suck up, but then also yeah. just like, so self-serving and the Mary Kate is genuinely chiming in with like good advice I know (laughs) I love how Mary Kate really is being just like the adult in this room I mean she's just the voice of reason yeah right here it's not a very heavy Mary Kate episode there's like a, a a small like c plot with Mary Kate she's not really a focus Oh, yeah, but she, that's true. But then she does have, like, her, like, heartfelt stuff that swoops yeah, in. Yeah, the heart. I won't jump ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do love this scene. I think it's really funny. Mm-hmm. The 
Um, cause it's, it's just time to break up with Nancy. It's time to, it's time to do it. Yeah. And then, yeah, we go back briefly to the stable. Like, it's like just a little interlude at the stable just to see Which, Paul and his crush. I want to know how Paul, because Paul should never have ever tried horseback riding, but did he just, did Paul just be bored one day and he's like, I've always wanted to try him and go try and then had a crush on this one. Like, how did he discover? I know that's a, that's a question I had as well. I was like, how did he even run into this woman? Right. I wouldn't put it past Paul to have like run into her at a grocery store <laughs> and figure it out. Instantly follow her to the stable. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I say innocently, like as if that's not like a super creepy, like predator move, but I honestly believe that Paul is very well intentioned. <laughs> I agree. No, it could have just been like a totally romantic. Like, <gasps> oh, oh my God. Like he's like, as no, if he's like spotted a butterfly and like yes. is just following her around. Ooh, and now he's like, well, I have, I'm into horses now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's like, where did Paul even discover <laughs> find it. this? Uh, How did he discover it? Then we learn that the that woman is the daughter, the daughter of the guy who's running the stable. Mm-hmm. And oh, and then he says, "This is the reason for the scene." He says to doesn't he say to Carrie like it's been good to see Mary Kate or something? Oh, he's like, don't you don't you live with the or your address is the same as the Burke's address. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm their babysitter. That's right. Right? I live in the basement. Yeah. He's like, it's been so good to see Mary-Kate lately. Yes. Yeah. Why does he have her? Does he say that? They say something about an address. Maybe there's like a release you have to fill out to ride a horse. Probably. I'm sure there's some yeah. kind of waiver. Yeah. Um, and then the, the next scene, which I love, I love, love this scene. I'm now scooching through. Love this scene. Cause Ashley's going to sneak out (laughs) and uncle Matt is there. And he like, (laughs) like, did she really think that like, she would be able to get away with this? (laughs) Right. And she looks like she's all dressed up. She looks great. And then she gets caught by Uncle Matt. Uh huh. And then he just waffles all night. He has like a breakdown. (laughs) He grabs some popcorn and he just keeps tennis smashing, but like, all right, you're a kid. I'm the cool uncle. And then, no, no, I'm I'm an adult. You can't go. (laughs) I know. And it just like, it's almost would be such a fun tactic to actually do that on a child. Like just have like a fake spiral out of control with like, I'm going to let you go. No, I'm not going to let you go. And it just becomes so annoying that they don't want to even go anymore. Yeah. That'd be interesting to test. Yeah. Maybe one day when I'm a parent, I'll, I'll try that out. But (laughs) that I think was really, it's really funny to see her eventually just like crumble and she's like no you shouldn't let me go I'm like at least my dad can like make up his mind yeah and she's so mad but she's like I'm the kid you're the adult I should be grounded good night like (laughs) (laughs) it is so funny and she's like all dressed up the dress is amazing her hair again iconic 
it has like the little like do you remember those like the little gem clips yeah oh yeah so you would put in your hair just for a moment of sparkle yes Uh, yes I had those and I would lose them constantly yep her like the like glittery pink eyeliner or like eyeshadow Mm -hmm. the blush Ashley knew how to do a look she did and then like the hairs part up but they were able to pull off that like blunted spiky looking not spiky ends but that like oh my hair is straight and then it's just like kind of sprouting out and yeah it like looks like it's cute way like a carrot is like coming out of the ground yes yes yeah with the bangs Mm. it's just it's good and that's such a fun it's just like a fun plot i think this b plot that's happening Mm -hmm. i think is really just playful and fun Ashley doesn't get what she wants even though you know all of us wanted her to be able to go to that party and even without the handbag yeah we just wanted her there I know we just wanted her there but I mean what are you gonna do yep she learned a good I think my favorite scene is definitely that scene at the other restaurant with oh. Nancy and Kevin, the like last big scene. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when like Kevin is taking Nancy out to dinner, he's gonna break up with her at dinner. Then she like then Kevin goes to the bathroom. And of course, Carrie is like the queen of meddling. Queen of meddling. She loves like I feel like she just likes to be front row of like a scene. She just like wants to be like front row of like any drama that's about to happen but she has has a lot of good intentions yes and that and so carrie knew that kevin was going to be breaking up with nancy so she wanted to go to console nancy and then mistakenly thinks kevin had already done it and then just left her at dinner while he was at the bathroom (laughs) because she waltzes in and sees nancy sitting alone looking like dabbing her eyes like she has like allergies or something yeah yeah and so carrie's like oh my god nancy like this is such a classic carrie thing to do it is like putting your foot like just immediately puts her foot in her mouth she's like i can't believe kevin broke up with you i'm so sorry i heard he was gonna do it and it just unravels and thankfully honestly at least she got to kind of break up with Nancy for Kevin because you know it was going to just be so hard on Kevin. That's true. And honestly, Kevin probably would have dawdled all night and had Carrie not swooped in. We don't know what he would have ever gotten around to it this night. Right. I mean, he had a whole speech. Which that was so funny because then he comes back and is like, Carrie, what are you doing here? And she's like, you're going to break up with me? And you told her first. And then he makes a comment about like, well, Matt said or something. So she's like, Matt knew? Who else knew? And then this old woman that's in the restaurant is just like, I knew. I heard his name. <laughs> she's just like sitting alone in the corner. I <laughs> I think that's like my favorite part of the entire episode is just totally unexpected. This woman knew that it was going to happen. He had a really great speech, she says. Yeah. <laughs> he had a really great speech planned. <laughs> Love that. That was a really good bit. Yeah, so then he... Um, oh, you know what? Kevin must have given Nancy the key because at the end, he's like, she wanted to return this. And, oh, yeah. and the 
the side view mirror of his car because she is a crazy woman, which I don't like that. True, that trope. I don't like this part where it's like, oh, she's like so mad and crazy. She like vandalized his car. It's true because honestly, is that so crazy? Just kidding. But we've all (laughs) do it. (laughs) I know. What? I'm trying to think of it if I've ever done anything so nuts. I don't think so. I don't think I've done anything like like vandalizing anyone's property that I've dated. I no, I haven't. I haven't. The only thing I've ever this is you can cut this out because this is a sidebar tangent. But I was going to hike and in a parking lot this woman rolled down her window because like it was hard to park and she tried to show me where a spot was or something but then I had found a different spot and so then she got annoyed at me and she very intensely called me the c word and was like I was trying to show you where there was a parking spot for you you stupid c word like oh my god it with so much anger and I parked started crying I mean like I was just like furious because I was like I'm a stranger like what is the matter with you what the hell and so I didn't go on my hike I was too pissed off and I was like what am I gonna do and I was like I want to cut my arms open and spill blood all over I was trying to do something so I was trying to figure out what I could do and there's like people in the parking lot but so I went to my car trash can and I used like a layer of receipts on my hand from my trash. And then I picked up a huge dog shit that was nearby and I mushed it into her door handles all around her car. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got the fuck out of there and I did not go to that spot to hike for like two years because I was terrified. Oh my God. That is amazing. That was probably the like grouchiest thing I've ever done or the most just like I love that. Oh, but I was I love that a lot. I don't think I've ever done anything like that. Which is surprising. I feel like I totally would do something Mm -hmm. similar, but I have not. I've yet to do any like vandalism to like an ex-boyfriend. I did like hack into a guy I dated Facebook once. Love that. Did you meddle I, or did you just snoop? Um. Oh, I like, this was like a crazy thing. I was kind of just like testing the waters to like <laughs> see like what I could do. Like, can I hack into someone's Facebook? And this is when it was, it was pretty easy. Because I would just like. that. I didn't know the pass, like I didn't know his Facebook password, I but I knew the email that he used for Facebook. I didn't know that password, but I like knew his the answers to his secret questions. So I got in his email and then I did like requests like lost password, changed his password. I like deleted all of his female friends on Facebook. I and I was just kind of doing this for fun. Like I was kind of over him, but I was like, I wonder what I could do. Oh. <laughs> and I saw that he had muted me. I was like, we were Facebook friends, but I saw that he had like, I was the only person that he had muted. <gasps> So he, like, didn't see any of my notifications or any of my posts, and that really pissed me off. So then I changed his profile picture. It was, like, a like something in, like, Paint Shop or Microsoft Paint. I, it, like, it was a white with red text that just said dead inside, and I, like, made that the profile picture. That is awesome. That it, So it was inspired by something that I know had happened to my friend on MySpace. So I was like, let's try it out. Um, he never found out it was me. 
Oh, I love it. Which was surprising to me. Deleted female friend. I mean, that's I like, and I made everything public, and he didn't notice for years. (laughs) (laughs) That's he was like, I got hacked, but he would like make every everything was public, and then finally, like a couple years later, everything turned private. But he was a piece of shit, so that's fine. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's like the most like I guess like the craziest thing I've done, and that was I did that like oh God, it's been like eight years. That was like eight years ago. Well, hats off to you. That's a good move. I like Thank that. you. Yeah, but I mean Nancy. Yeah, Nancy smashing the side view mirror. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and then handing it to the what like the, the host? host? Yeah, with the key. It's like you're just advertising that you just vandalize this guy's car like you could get in a lot of trouble so very true and i honestly don't think that they were together long enough to even kind of warrant needing no they were together what a few months probably yeah i don't know i'm like i don't know it doesn't seem very on brand for nancy she seemed really chill that's true i think it was just kind of like the trope of like following this trope of Uncle Matt getting stabbed by girls, then Nancy being like violent and so yeah. not very woke, but I'm gonna let it pass since it was the nineties. <laughs> Fair. It's like nineteen ninety nine. So I'll let it pass. Okay. Agreed. Me too. Or maybe it was two thousand. No, I think it was I think it was ninety eight or ninety nine. Okay. So they, they uh, have some wiggle room. Yeah, ninety nine. It was ninety nine. Okay. Which means so, you know, I let good. stuff like that fly before that so yeah they they were on their way so not not super woke but it's okay what are you gonna do and then um nancy and kevin eat together right oh and then this is when ashley finally we cut back to they're at the house and ashley cannot tolerate uncle matt any longer yes that's right and she's finally completely done he's eaten an entire bowl of popcorn (laughs) like it cuts like to the the first time we see uncle matt there he has a full bowl of popcorn by this scene ashley is on the ground head on the table is pacing bowl of popcorn is finished essentially (laughs) there's like a couple hand scoops left which is just that's funny that's great it is it's great. You just, it, yep, you know that they've been in that position for hours. Yeah. We know that this is, like, the party's basically done. Yeah. Like, these are children. They don't party all night long. No, that party ends at 10. No. And then the next scene is, like, what seems to be maybe the next day or a couple days later. Mary-Kate is at the stable. Yep. This is a heartfelt moment here. It is. Kind of, like... You know, it because the other two scenes were a little heavy. Like the the scene with you know Kevin and Nancy a little heavy. Mm-hmm. Ashley and the handbag very kind of chaotic, dramatic. Mm-hmm. And this one's just like a different tone. Yeah, just very. In some ways, I feel like it doesn't fit with the episode, but agreed. Or the show, it's right. Like two moments where they give us. Our, I feel like there's like two moments where they're like. Well, when our mom died, or whatever. So right, like, like they don't you know, talk about the mom no, very much. They don't go in, and they don't make that too much of a storyline. I feel like not yeah. to discredit Mary Kate or Ashley, but 
maybe acting wise, they didn't want to lean too much into the dead mom stuff because right. I mean, they just did that with Full House, exactly. Yeah, so they're at the same stable, I think that um was from Full House, Mm -hmm. which is fun, and they yeah. So Kevin's just like, I I understand you've been coming out coming here. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe that, like, a 12-year-old is able to sneak off to the stables. Right? How often is she doing this? Clearly regularly. And, like, they live in the city. How far away are the stables? Like, it's not... That is <laughs> they live in Chicago. Thing. Yes. <laughs> like, how is she getting... Who's giving her a ride? Is she taking the bus? I have a lot of questions. Yes. Oh, so many holes. So many holes. I mean... God, you can't overanalyze this, but I do wonder. I'm like, how does she get there? Like, how does her dad not know where she's at? Like, what's the lie that she's saying? I've, but she, I guess she doesn't even ride the horses. She just wants to be near them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is she getting married? Like, does she work there? (laughs) I don't know. I think she just like goes there to like be around the horses. Which is sweet. I would think that if she's like hanging out with the horses, like when she gets home, Somebody would know. A hundred percent. Like you she smell has like a horse. Braids, like she's like decked out wearing the outfit that you wear to go see the horses. Right. And and then we find out that her mom, the reason that she loves horses is because her mom loved horses. Mm-hmm. And then she's been keeping her staying connected to the horses private because she didn't want to remind their dad. Of the mm-hmm. mom and make him sad. Yeah. So what a way to end an episode. Yeah. Really heart like, really heartfelt. I would agree. I would agree. Very heartfelt. And it does give um like more nuance to Mary Kate's character. She's not just like a tomboy. It's kind of it's you know the end of the season, mm-hmm. the end of the series, really, and they're kind of, they're maturing, maturing Mary Kate a little bit here. It's true, she's being very considerate of her dad's feelings, and they have a wonderful mm-hmm. conversation about, you know, it's fun to remember mom and things yeah. that you loved that you loved. Yeah. Oh, he's like I think about her every day. I like choked up a little bit watching that. Mm-hmm. So sweet. Yeah, and that's basically the episode. I think that's a, one of my favorite episodes. I'd say I think it's a lot of fun. It is. Oh, and then they ride together. That's right. It, oh it, yeah, they do riding together. Yeah. Oh my god, I missed that. How did I? How could I miss that? It's like credits start rolling. Oh, I see. But he does get up on the horse, and then. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. They do ride together. So cute. Mary Kate really does love horses. It's in like. Everything, everything she's ever done. I know. I love that. That they really, and all the things that they got to do, some of their big hobbies, they got to like implement that in their stuff. I think that that's, it's just like, I don't know. There's something about that that's just so wholesome. Mm-hmm. I just think about like Mary Kate and Ashley being in the the room. They're like, oh, but can we, can we have an episode about horses? Yeah. And can, like, I, can I ride a horse in an episode? Totally. Like that's such a kid I don't know, like being fixated on like a hobby yes. and really wanting to like be able to do it like as much as possible and everything. Yeah. It's like Mary Kate was a horse girl. She was. And she really did love karate, didn't she? I feel like that karate episode was for her to be like, I want to show my stuff. 
I think she wasn't a karate. I think you're right. Because, and Mary, and Ashley was into dance. Yeah. Like ballet. Which they find moments for. They find moments for dance stuff. But I don't know if, I don't know if Ashley had a hobby that was quite the same as like Mary-Kate's love for horses. Because Mary-Kate still rides horses. Yeah. No, she did. I mean, other than fashion, which it's so funny now because how intensely into fashion she was throughout the show and how much of a through line that is. And she is known to be the more hands-on one with right their fashion empire. Yeah. It's funny how that happens. Mm-hmm. Your personalities really are, like, instilled at a young age a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm. I just love Two of a Kind. It's so good. It's so good. Now that I am unemployed, I've been teaching myself Photoshop. Ooh. And I think I'm going to make a shirt that's, like, just the two of a kind, like, logo, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that would be good. I think it's good. That, Honestly. Like, too simple. We were so robbed from the show. And I was looking because I finished it, obviously. And so cut all of this out because I don't want to jump ahead with where you're at. Oh, yeah. Um, but so the episode 21 like is obviously what should have been this was the season finale and then yeah it's the weird episode is like the start of season two and I went back and I looked at when um they had aired originally and it was like the last episode the 21st episode aired in April or whatever and then and all of the episodes before that had been coming out like every week and then it was a few months later that that one random episode was released on TV. It was like July. And so I feel like yeah, they had so filmed weird. the first episode of season two and then didn't get picked up for season two. So they were like, well, we already shot it. So we'll just air it. But that time, right. like, they shouldn't, at least if they had just ended with the last episode or episode 21 with Carrie coming back to give him that kiss, like, that, I wish it just would have ended there if it was going to not continue. Because then know, that, yeah, that it's weird. not acknowledging it and just being normal. I'm like, what about your kiss? <laughs> Why are you in love now? <laughs> Did they, in that, because I haven't watched the that episode in a while. Um, I'm kind of just like watching it as I record episodes. Do they acknowledge the kiss at all in that season two? No, there's no mention. No. It's just back to normal. School's about to start. Normal grind Ooh, stuff. Weird. Yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. I also think it's like I I sometimes think about how funny it is that the Two of a Kind book series really continued for years after Two of a Kind ended. Yeah. And like up until they were like like 15, like the world of Two of a Kind is still happening. They like go to boarding school and What? <laughs> yes, in the book series, they like go to a boarding school. That's pretty wild. You know what's crazy to think is that had this been made today, there's a streaming service that 100% would have picked up season two and they would have had somewhere else to go. Uh, that is devastating. I know. Now that I'm think thinking about. about that, I'm like, wow. Not art. Well, then you can just think about how there is a timeline somewhere where there was a season two of <gasps> behind. You're right. There's an alternate reality right now happening. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, so just think, like, they did get to do season two. We just will probably never be able to see it. You're right. And Carrie 
and Kevin eventually wind up married and we get the hottest sex scene ever, <laughs> ever on network television. <laughs> God. He's Sometimes such a going, hot dad. He was such a hot dad. Yeah. You're right. I had no idea. It's, I was like, oh, the professor dad. And now I'm like, hello. Hello, dad. Definitely hotter than Danny Tanner. Oh, way harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes going through like the photos on um, like Google image search of like the photo sh- shoots during this time just really like it really gets it really like just slaps me back to mm-hmm. like 1999. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, them into a yeah. is the pinnacle of what I was wanting to emulate my entire middle school career on like it was just right because they were Same. so stylish I wanted a twin I the looks the hair I mean just everything about it and then like their priorities and their fun hijinks Ugh. right and they're yeah just like their personality their interests their uh that they had this super cool babysitter sister figure like I wanted that I know they really just Everything about them was truly something to model your life after. <laughs> I love two of a kind. Yeah. It was on Disney for a while. Why can't Disney Plus release it? I think it's possible that it would maybe. maybe people need to like make people a have an or enough interest to make Disney yeah, jump um, on it. Two of a kind. But yeah, that's a good point. I know that Disney also like held the rights for a little bit with like the adventure stuff and a lot of the other like the parties. So people are like, let's get Disney Plus to put like the Mary Kate and Ashley stuff on there. Please, even though I have it all on DVD, but still, I mean, I don't have all of it, but. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have that much on DVD, honestly. I have everything on like tapes. Oh, hell yeah. I do. I, at my mom's house, I found them a couple years ago. It's just boxes full of VHS tapes. Of, it's just, they're, they're VHS. They're the only ones I kept. Ugh. Which is yes. lovely. But I did buy all of the You're Invited's and the Adventure series on iTunes. Oh, yeah. At some point. Yeah, I'm eventually going to have to do that because I know that my tapes are going to lose quality. Mm-hmm. Like, they're already, you know, but each time you watch it, it, like, loses quality. <laughs> like, <laughs> degrades. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, you never know if you start to rewind it if that'll be the last time. I know. No, but really, I'm like, is this is this going to go? Because I, I do wonder what it would look like on, like, a new, because they have, like, you know, new VHS tapes that I, I want to know, like, see what the quality of a, of a new VHS tape is. Me too. And I still feel nostalgic for VHS tapes no matter what. Yeah, same. It's nice. It's like a, yeah. it's a, it's a good look. That yeah. ma- one part that gets a little blurbled and scratchy and you're like, what? I can't yeah. see it on the screen anymore. Then it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Having to rewind. Yeah. It's fantastic. Love a good VHS. Yeah, whenever I move, I always have to like, Wherever I live, I'm like, we have to make sure I have a VCR. Like, God, I respect the shit out of that. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Any Anything that you want the listeners to, you know, any ways they can follow you, support any projects or anything? Sure. Before we go? Uh, 
just, you know, always, always the Instagram. I'm at, at K McDougs, M-C-D-O-O-G-Z, just for, you know, fun content on there. And I guess that's all she got. That's all she got. Cool. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.